It's time for Blessed to Play on EWTN Radio, uncovering the role that faith plays in the lives of sports professionals from around the country. And now, here's your host, Ron Meyer. Fire score! My guest today is Jim Heim. He's the founder and president of Heroic Athletic Leadership Organization. HALO is the acronym. Developing young men and women into inspirational leaders. Uh, Jim is a former collegiate baseball player, also a sports agent, so we have a lot to talk about. I'd like to welcome Jim Heim to Blessed to Play. Jim, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, Ron. I appreciate that very much. What kind words you got. Well, let's talk about the sports agent gig first, because obviously with the film Jerry Maguire, based on the life story of Lee Steinberg, it uh, really gave the public a little jolt of what it means to be a sports agent. And we know that a lot of people try out to be a sports agent and fail. And even Jerry Maguire did, right? He got fired from a sports management firm before he hit that big athlete, if you will. So what made you get into being a sports agent and talk a little bit about that? Well, I was... um... I had uh, left the playing days and uh, entered the oil and gas business and uh, worked in that for 25 years. And then uh, a longtime family friend who was involved uh, heavily in scouting in, um, in, with the Phillies had passed away and uh, ran into a number of people at his wake and uh, some scouts that used to scout me when I was playing and and uh, just really felt the love for that and wanted to move away from the oil and gas business and in, back into sports and uh, and took an opportunity to become an associate scout with the Phillies. Now, when we talk about being a, a sports agent, we uh, we think about the high contracts, we, the uh, Lee Steinbergs, the Scott Borises of the world, but it's really more than just signing a player to a big Con- contract. In fact, your approach is much different. It's about transforming the athlete, being part of their lives. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yes, um, spot on. Great question. And yeah, so I think what we find in player development is really um, there may be some tools there that are marketable at the top level. And what we really need to try to gauge from is does that athlete have the character um, and integrity and morals as a foundation to follow through with the investment that uh, the club will make on it. And uh, that was something that through my experience in scouting that um, I recognized uh, a need for in, in the market to serve the athletes. Talk about some of the athletes that you signed and the relationships that you built through this. I'm sure you, when you invest in an athlete, you don't just invest in them for that moment in time when you help them sign a contract, but it's really a journey that you're going along on with them. Absolutely. And what a roller coaster ride it is. Um, <laughs> it's not, uh, I can remember one, one um, spring, I guess it would be winter in February at the combine I sent my daughter a, a text, uh, 
next to the combine in the hotel that everyone stays at is the uh, AAA park for the Pirates, and it was covered with snow. And and uh, I sent her a text and said, yeah, being an agent isn't always palm trees and beaches. <laughs> Found an organization called Heroic Athletic Leadership Organization, and I'm sure this came out of your working with athletes over the course of many years. And uh, it's a premier outreach for families and athletes known for developing young men and women into inspirational leaders through sports. So talk about Halo, if you will, and some of the things you are doing with that organization. Well, Halo was a product of a culmination of scouting and being an agent, working with athletes. Um, I served as a volunteer athletic director for our parish in uh, Ralston, Nebraska, St. Gerald's. And I really, really saw a need for that uh, basis and foundation for serving athletes and families. The There was a story in Time Magazine about uh, Joey Baseball, a young eight-year-old that really uh, propelled me into wanting to serve uh, the younger athletes as well. Plus to play Ron Meyer chatting today with Jim Heim. He's the founder and president of Heroic Athletic Leadership Organization. The acronym is HALO. And uh, Jim, it's interesting because I read about uh, an underserved community of athletes, and that is the homeless community. And who would think that there are athletes out there that have talent and are homeless? But I know that this is a, a part of the culture that you're reaching out to as well. Wow, you're spot on, Ron, exactly. And I would love to talk to you more about that, uh, how I could get more involved and, and serve them. Uh, you know, we see the, we see the advertisements from the NCAA about, uh, if you, you know, if you have the desire, we'll provide the opportunity. But I, I always, uh, remark whenever I see that at what cost. And certainly uh, the homeless athletes uh, are not going to be able to uh, repay those student loans. Now, we see in the Dominican Republic, there's so many uh, uh, great baseball players that come out of the Dominican, uh, live in poverty. Uh, you know, you see the, the videos and photos of them hitting rocks with a, a, a broomstick and then making it to the big leagues because of their hand-eye coordination and talent. So this goes on throughout the world where there's many great athletes who are living in uh, less than stellar conditions, if you will, and, and need that person, that scout, that uh, that agent, if you will, to find that talent and bring it in a place where it could flourish. Yeah, and that's a lot of why I started the agency was to pro- help seek out opportunities for the disadvantaged in showcasing their talents and then finding them a network of people that would help them uh, progress in in their quest for a professional career or even an Olympic career. Plus to play Ron Meyer, once again, uh, chatting with Jim Heim, the founder and president of Heroic Athletic Leadership Organization, Halo. And speaking of Halo, you it's a faith-based nonprofit organization, and you founded on the leadership principles of St. Ignatius. And uh, I believe there's a, a number of pillars that go along with that. Maybe you could talk about that and how you integrated that into Halo. Absolutely. As abs, as athletes, um, you know, there's there's a certain foundation that 
we need to rely on and um, and and often go back to to uh, become more self-aware and self-awareness is one of those pillars that Saint Ignatius uh, you know promoted and developed and and through his spiritual exercises uh, we were able to uh, discern others which are heroism and ingenuity and of course love and uh, I think a lot of those through athletics um, those are all there and uh, awaiting it's just the awareness of the athlete to be able to tap into those pillars and and develop now halo also provides a holistic platform for restoring faith in sports while regenerating the traditional family unit so you're including the parents in this as well but talk about uh, transforming uh, sports into a faith culture well, and that uh, goes back to a little bit about, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Joey Baseball, the eight-year-old um, the family was working three different jobs and uh, trying to pay for hitting lessons uh, by a, a professional instructor um, in, in various things. And at the end of the day, in the Time Magazine article, uh, they followed them to a uh, select baseball or club baseball showcase tournament at eight years old. He still needed help, you know, making sure that he had his uniform and everything on. And, um, you know, we, we as families, I fell into the same trap, can become so involved in our children's uh, competitiveness for you know, stature and and income and mm-hmm. college scholarships that we really we really get our priorities out of out of sync. Yeah, that's a great point because I've talked about it on this show before. How parents uh, sometimes live their lives uh, vicariously through their kids and really are are taking uh, the fun out of sports or the proper development, if you will, out of sports for them uh, to try to get that. Scholarship, uh, make that dream in their own mind that they're going to be uh, a pro athlete, which, as you know, Jim, the percentages are very low. So we're really trying to form good people and life lessons metaphorically through sports, really great life lessons that you can learn from the team game and dealing with adversity, etc. I want to talk about transforming the athlete from an amateur to a pro player, and you've gone through this process. There's many challenges that come along for the athlete because we're really dealing with very young men and young women who are not, you know, probably uh, not that deep into their maturity level to begin with. And here you are, you're, you're thrown into the professional sports world and it's, uh, you know, what did you do for me lately? And you're being judged every moment. So talk about that transformation, some of the challenges from going from an amateur player to a pro player. Yeah. And they are tremendous challenges and, and lots and lots of them. It uh, it's very difficult. Um, some of the players that have God-given talent um, that are well recognized in the media from a young age, uh, you know, those if it's not the money that is hard to adjust to with the family, it's um, it's you know being away from home and 
and uh, and then the sports world, especially the professional sports world, it's um, I want to say it's a very competitive culture. You don't know who to trust, um, and there's always someone looking for your job, and and there's people out there that will do anything to get your job. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, I'll talk to Jim Heim about a, a baseball priest that he's familiar with and also the, the work that he's doing with Halo, the Heroic Athlete Leadership Organization. Our founder and president, Jim Heim, will be with us on the other side when Blessed to Play returns after this. Check out EWTN's official YouTube channel. Just follow the link on our homepage at EWTN.com or go to YouTube.com slash EWTN. Watch EWTN's live shows or today's homily from the Daily Mass. Click the upload button to see our most recent clips. You can also find all of EWTN YouTube content by clicking the playlist button. It's all on the official EWTN YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash EWTN. Visit today. When we pray, we should talk to God. It sounds simple. It's not always that simple. It's just like making any conversation, though. So sometimes we need prayer starters, things that'll give us a boost and get the conversation going. The formal prayers we have in the church, like the Our Father, the Hail Mary, the Glory Be, even the Creed, all of these things are ways that we can begin to talk to God. God doesn't get tired of hearing us say the standard prayers of the church. We can begin there. He was a doctor of the church and one of the most famous saints of all time. Matthew Bunsen and the Doctors of the Church. St. Augustine is honored for his immense contributions to theology, but he balanced his genius with humility. Once declared it was pride that changed angels into devils, it is humility that makes men as angels. He died in 461. For more about the Doctors of the Church, visit doctorsofthechurch.com. full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Welcome back to Blessed to Play. Ron Meyer joined today by Jim Heim. He's the founder and president of Heroic Athletic Leadership Organization. HALO is the acronym. Also, he was a sports agent at one time as well, so he transformed a number of amateur athletes to pro players and uh, comes at it with a faith perspective and uh, really a refreshing philosophy he has through HALO as well as developing young men and women into inspirational leaders. And uh, Jim, I know there's a baseball priest, and uh, I had him on my show, in fact, that's uh, 
uh, helps you out with your organization. Maybe you could talk about your affiliation with a father, Burke Masters, who I believe played at Mississippi State and had a brief stint in the minor leagues with the Chicago White Sox and then became a priest and a chaplain of the Chicago Cubs. Tell us a little bit about you and Father Burke collaborating with Halo. Yeah, so Father Burke is um, hes such a blessing to have. He's truly a gift from God, no doubt about it. And uh, Father Burke is, you know, did, you may not know, Father Burke holds a master's in sports management. And I just, there's just so much about him that uh, the more I learn, the more I love the man. And he's just been such an inspirational help. Now, I know he works a lot with, uh, obviously, pro players in his spiritual ministry as a priest. And I've actually had the pleasure of hearing him talk on a retreat as well. I want to talk about youth sports. And I know you could uh, bring a certain perspective into this because you've uh, dealt with athletes on the highest level. You yourself played a collegiate athlete. Are we going in the right direction as far as collectively? And I, I, I know this is a general question. Maybe I should form it as it. How should we approach youth sports and forming young athletes from the very time they start a sport to they end their high school days playing that sport? You know, we, Ron, we've really lost our identity um, in there from the family. I, I hate to be a, a bearer of, of bad news, but we're, we're in America, American athletics, uh, and American sports is, uh, I just remember uh, the movie um, uh, about the golfer, and you could probably help me out here, where uh, the, the media uh, guy that was writing about him turned and said, Money is going to ruin sports, and um, I, I, I'm fearful that we're at the tipping point now, especially in youth sports. Um, baseball, I love, I love the game of baseball, and you know, it, it's it's very difficult for the disadvantaged and the marginalized to compete with the families that have, you know, a number of resources. Uh, to do that, and and so they're they're following the disadvantaged and marginalized, or fell falling further and further behind. And you brought this up before. I know you like to include parents in this whole process of when you're transforming an athlete, and parents have to give the right perspective because you know you're you're sending your son or daughter off to a coach, and you don't know how they're going to coach them, right? You're you're very. Uh, uh, very blessed if you have a coach that is about the kids, about making them better, not about themselves. But, you know, every a- athlete's going to have a quote-unquote bad coach or a coach that's more about them than the athlete, right? So the parents really have to be part of this process to to allow the kid to have a healthy perspective on playing the sport and really to keep it fun at the end of the day. Yeah, you're, you're, you're exactly right. Uh, I carry a... Uh... Certified Youth Sports Administrator certification, accreditation, I guess, if you will, um, through the National Association of Youth Sports. And, you know, I learned through that uh, accreditation that really our coaches are um, as much of an influence on that young person's development, uh, their ability to socialize, their ability to 
deal with adversity. Um, and that's really what sport teaches us, you know, those virtues to do that. And to answer your question, involving the parents, those are the number, the greatest, the parents hold the greatest amount of time with the child. Mm-hmm. And if we can do in just simple child development, if we can involve the parents, help the parents, give the parents resources and coaching um, on the simple things. And, you know, someone else that was very, very good at this and at the turn of the century was um, and, and into the 40s was um, servant of God, Father Flanagan. Uh, the founder of Boys Town. And I think there's a lot there to unpack uh, that Father Flanagan gave us over 100 years ago um, in, in, in child development and, and those needy and, and abused children. Blessed to play Ron Meyer chatting with Jim Heim. He's the president and founder of Heroic Athletic Leadership Organization. Halo. Jim, I want to talk about virtues, the act of doing good, and there's many virtues, but what virtues come to mind, and maybe you could expound on them, in particular for the, the athlete today? You're going back to our baseball acronym, right, Ron? I'd say sacrifice. Uh, <laughs> I miss the small ball of baseball. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and it's sacrifice. You know, in our Catholic faith, I, I, uh, we, we talk a, a lot about Lent, which is coming up very mm-hmm. soon, mm-hmm. and um, in fasting. And uh, Father Burke Masters uh, said something the other day in his formed program that really resonated with me. And fasting isn't necessarily an act of an act of sacrifice. It's uh, making room for God to come into our hearts. If we can remove some of the things that we've come into desire in the world, if we can remove some of those things, that makes more room for God. And that Father Burke was was spot on, but it's sacrifice that virtue, I think. You sacrifice for the team. You're going to sacrifice some time uh, with your mom and dad, uh, you know, in, in baseball practice or football practice or or even even the arts in uh, the performing arts, acting and piano and things like that. There's there's going to be some sacrifices made. So I think for the family unit as a whole, sacrifice is probably the largest one. Yeah, good words there. And let's talk about identity and self-identity because many athletes identify themselves as the sport they're playing, whether they're good or not. But you give a different perspective to what identity is all about. Yes. So identity is really what we receive from God. Uh, We are children of God. And um, that's where the secular world of sports is really pulling our children away. You look at the number of, uh, I think it was Dynamic Catholic Institute and Matthew Kelly did the study. There was 80% of, 80% of those that are confirmed by the time they reach college are no longer practicing their faith. And um, there was another gentleman, another uh, father, another priest that went even a little further. He said, by the time though that 80% uh, graduates college, they'll be non-believers. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and I believe that uh, Bishop Barron says those are the nuns. And, um, and that's what I would really love for American athletics has a huge opportunity uh, through putting God first and teaching the virtues through athletics has an opportunity to regain our identity as a church uh, in, in Catholicism. And would you say the sports has a influence in developing people spiritually, even from the youngest of athletes to those who compete at the professional level? I do. Um, again, I think I think it's athletics. I think that's where we're kind of missing uh, as a church, too. But as a culture, we've gone to uh, celebrating the creation instead of celebrating the creator. And by that, I mean we're missing that. It's it's our God-given talents, and if we can give that talent back to God, uh, and by that I mean by playing for God, for his glory, through the talents, the God-given uh, attributes that he's blessed us with, uh, we can maintain that identity a little bit more. But the secular sports world is is trying to pull that out and you're exactly right. They're identifying themselves as I'm a I'm a varsity football player or I'm a I'm a uh, uh, a D1 baseball player. Yeah, and I know you were an athletic director at a Catholic school before, and the Catholic Church in America is really at the forefront of this. It used to be anyway with CYO Catholic Youth Organization, where the parishes in the school used to have a uh, a youth organization geared towards sports, where uh, the kids could you know, play, have fun, and learn something about uh, themselves, one another, and the faith as well. And uh, certainly that was a a great formation for kids and a healthy outlet for them. And I I hope we get back to that. I really do. And instead of some of these, we're putting a bad emphasis sometimes on sports and making kids, as you say, the the product of hoping to get that next scholarship of being the next pro player and be marketable. And uh, we have to keep the proper perspective. And parents, you're the number one line of defense to do that. So you have your kids more than anybody else. So keep them healthy in mind, body, and in spirit. My guest today has been Jim Heim. He's the founder and president of Heroic Athletic Leadership Organization. Halo, look them up. Jim, thanks so much. It's been a refreshing discussion on your uh, experience and your uh, philosophy of sports in general. And thank you for joining us here on Blessed to Play. Thank you for having me, Ron. God bless. Take care. Hey, Blessed to Play fans, check us out on the web at www.blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed, the number two, play.com. You can like us on Facebook or on Twitter at Blessed to Play. For Jim Heim, I'm Ron Meyer. We'll catch you next time right here on Blessed to Play. You've been listening to Blessed to Play with host Ron Meyer on the EWTN Global Catholic Network. If you have a question or comment about today's show, feel free to email us at info at blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed, the number two, play.com. You can also connect with the show on the web at www.blessedtoplay.com. Again, that's blessed, the number two, play.com. Join us again next time for Blessed to Play on the EWTN Global Catholic Network.